Bright Suns, you're now listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. Punch it, Chewie! What have we here? Hello there. Morning, Senator. Greetings, my We are the ones who guard the power. We are the middle. The beginning. <laughs> Conversation with the Star Wars friends on social media at SW Friends Show. That's at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the Star Wars friends at show at starwarsfriends.com if you have a comment or question you want us to read live on the show. Now, here are your hosts, the Star Wars friends. Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? My name is Christopher Marinan, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Show on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. And joining me on this wonderful summer evening are my beautiful Star Wars friends. This is Josh, and I would just like to welcome everyone to Mustache Mount. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Uh, this is Justin, and uh, I came to laugh it up with these fuzzballs. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, this is Kyle, and I thought for sure Josh was going to say, I must ask you a question. Ooh. That was, Ooh. that was, I almost did that, yeah. <laughs> oh. And this is Maggie Lovett, and I have nothing clever to say, except I'm now the proud owner of a, it's a Ryan Johnson's Who Done It shirt. There you go. Looks great. Love a Ryan Johnson Who Done It. Looks great. So, knives out. Let's um let's bring something up for our Star Wars friends who can't see us right now. Josh's Lando Calrissian mustache is so incredible. It is debonair. It is stunningly handsome. Um, I've only known Josh for a little bit over a year now. In the entirety of, of our friendship, you've had a massive beard. At times, it was uh, an aggressively large beard. But now <laughs> yes. you have a very suave... Uh, I, I mean, it is a mustache that would do Lando in his prime proud. So I, I'm appreciating the look here on Skype because we record this over Skype for those who want to peek behind the curtain. It's not that illustrious, but it's, uh, it's, it gives me a good look at this stash. So um, what's the story, dude? Like, give us a little rundown on, on this stash. Is it in honor of our uh, Bespin Cloud City <laughs> administrator or is there something else going on here? No, I just, I have to wear a mask at work and, um, which I totally understand and I'm a hundred percent on board with, but wear a mask. With, all, with all of that beard, it was very annoying. Um, so yeah. I was shaving it off and, um, I thought it would be hilarious to have a mustache for a few days. Um, hey, and all that stuff you said proud. is a, is yeah, a lie. Right. I, I look more like a uh, fat cop right now. Actually, no, so. you don't. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> No, listen, I love it. I look I, like Farva from Super Troopers. Oh, right my now. God, that's yeah, close, like dude. Farva, stop. Yes. Did, oh you, my did you get a liter of cola? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. I okay, so hey, PSA, wear a mask, please. Uh do it for literally every human on earth. But does anyone on the Star Wars friends own a Star Wars theme mask? Kyle, I believe you do. I think you've posted on Instagram. Yeah, I've got a baby Yoda mask. I'll be wearing it to work every day. Nice. Anyone yep, I else? I, I have a Porgs mask that my mom made for me, and then my um, baby Yoda one should be here in like two weeks. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've got a. It's like I don't know. It goes over the top and it goes around the back, but it takes those little filters in it. Oh, and it okay. Has, Ky- has Kylo Ren's face right on really? the front? Like it's like the front of his face on my mask. Kind of looks got, like a you... Bane mask, but <laughs> yeah, I'll take a picture. Yeah, you got to you got to take a picture. Awesome. I got to see that. Yeah. yeah, I have a Star Wars comic book mask, and then I also have a Ninja Turtles mask as well. Nice, nice. I am patiently waiting for those Disney masks to come in. Shop Disney had masks on their website a couple months ago, so uh, my fiance and I, we ordered. I ordered, of course, of course, the Star Wars person in the relationship orders the Mickey and Minnie masks, and she orders the Star Wars ones. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So we're just going to trade a couple masks whenever they come in, and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I've seen some cool Star Wars ones. Um, I have seen somebody with an actual Bane, like Maka. You mentioned Bane, Mm -hmm. Justin. I, I actually seen somebody that has one that looks exactly like it it's hilarious because the person was bald and per- did you, it was perfect did, did you see the one that dominic pace is selling no i didn't well, the gecko yeah, one he, yeah he made one to look like gecko's face really there's a lot that's yeah, a lot of guys insane. doing 3d printed darth vader like the front of his <laughs> or like the stormtrooper and i'm like i just don't want to wear hard plastic I'm on the front of my it, face for an extended period of time like that's pretty clever though just I, heavy yeah oh yeah it's totally yeah. clever just heavy now that would be okay that would be something i could see them selling at disney parks if Seriously. they ever reopen if you, if you haven't heard you know we're big on disney here disneyland got pushed back again so you're looking at middle of july so they actually pushed that back because california is uh their cases are just astronomical and uh florida is staggeringly worse off right now with with cases i'm i'm curious to see how the relaunch of disney world is going to go so for anyone uh ready to go back to galaxy's edge at least if you get an opportunity to go what i have what i've found out they're doing a virtual queue system for the entire park similar to what they've been doing Mm -hmm. for the rise of resistance um and it will be beneficial because of limited capacity so if you are going if you do get an opportunity to go you'll probably be able to ride those rides fairly easily uh you know yeah i mean here the stress of being around a large population that far outweighs my stress of waiting to get on a ride so i don't know pick your poison type thing but um it it will be interesting to see how florida ends up releasing um you know releasing disney tickets or whatever i don't even know what's going on right now it's just we're in a weird period i think it's like week 16 of covid era america at least so that's a long time think about that I mean, I remember the first few episodes we did in COVID area, a uh, COVID era, and how how long it's changed. So, fifteen week or fifteen sixteen weeks, whatever it may be, it's been a hell of a long time. But you know what? I got something else that's a couple weeks away. Oh yeah, <laughs> a, just, just a couple. couple. <laughs> oh, here we go, baby. Oh, Anaheim, California, coming in hundred and eleven weeks. It's a running bit. I don't know how much longer I get to this front. Just humor me for another week, everybody. Can we make a vote? (laughs) I've thought so much since our last episode uh, how badly I wanted to go to Celebration this year. And it's not even like... When I... 
I wanted to go to celebration really bad before COVID. It's just like it's exacerbated now. So 111 weeks till celebration. No other updates, y'all. That's literally the only thing I have That's to it. say. So That's so depressing. I have not called Disney. As I mentioned on the last episode, uh, Disney his their phones are just jacked up right now. And uh, Disney Food Blog, who is my preferred Disney info of choice, they're like my news source for Disney, um, they're saying average four-hour wait times over the last week, and they're not expecting anything different this upcoming week. So if you, you like me, have your Disneyland after dark Star Wars night tickets, we just should wait patiently to get the refund on that. You buy them online, why can't you refund them online? I just don't, I don't understand why you have to call somebody to make this happen. So... Uh, that's my only update. Does anyone have any other updates for Star Wars Celebration? All right. No. We'll see you all in 111 weeks in Anaheim, California. Can't wait. So, uh, (laughs) all right. What else is going on? There's not a ton of news that broke this week. I think we covered a lot of it on last week's return episode. I will say... I forgot to mention that uh, a, a Star Wars show got released since we took a break. It's Jedi Temple Challenge featuring Ahmed Best, who is um, he's the host of the show. He plays a Jedi Master. Forgive me, I don't know his name. But I did watch one episode. I thought it was going to be on Disney+. Spoiler, it's not on Disney+. Plus. You have to go search yeah, for it I on YouTube. Yeah, to look for it there, too. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I did not realize that. No big deal. I just I go on the Apple TV, got the YouTube app. But I thought it would have been part of the Disney Plus, ser- uh, Disney Plus lineup. That makes the most sense to me. Um, but I will tell you, it's very similar. If you, are, if you grew up in the 90s and you watched television, like Nickelodeon in the 90s, uh, sorry, Maggie. Legends of the Hidden um, Temple. Legends, Legends of the Hidden yep. Temple. Hello, uh, I was born in '93. Of course, I watched Nickelodeon. That show's in the 90s. run was basically over in '93. I don't. Oh I my actually, god, I love that show though. <laughs> I actually don't remember when that show aired, but I remember I was young, and I'm very much older uh, than you, Maggie. So, I if you know what Legends of the Hidden Temple is. Regardless of age, show. regardless, I'm not an ageist. Regardless, a of little age. bit, uh, <laughs> only for nostalgia purposes. So yeah, don't uh, even get him started on Trandoshans. No, <laughs> hell, no. <laughs> hold up, hold up, stop presses. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. D. Bradley Baker was the voice of Olmec on on that show. Are you kidding? No, not at oh, all. Oh, that's awesome. Wait, bring it for, full I, circle. I, I opened it. I opened up the Wikipedia page to to no. uh, to give the dates. And that was the I saw the first thing I saw was his name, and I was like, "What is happening?" Yes, guy. And it was ninety three to ninety five. Just wow. See, so as a two year old, Maggie, I mean, that's that's amazing that you can. They probably ran that junk in syndication for a decade. Oh yeah, my earliest memories were when I was eighteen months old. Thank you very much. Oh my god, I don't remember anything past like twenty. And it was watching television. <laughs> That's hey, crazy. I don't know if you know, but Maggie actually came out of the womb wearing the helmet and the knee pads and the, oh my the God, uh, dude. purple parrot <laughs> shirt or whatever. Before, <laughs> before we get back into Jedi Temple Challenge, Maggie, this is a sidebar question. If you remember Legends of the Hidden Temple, what are your memories of Global Guts? Did you ever watch Guts? And the aggro crag and Mo. Did you ever Ooh. watch it? I remember guys. Mo. I like Mo. Mo. We're gonna go back to Mo for the results. Oh my god. I haven't that's Who doesn't I love haven't a, a lady with an accent. Decades. <laughs> okay. Well, Global Guts is insane. That was like their version of American Gladiators. And then they had this aggro yeah. crag at the end that was just out of control. But anyways, 
Jedi Temple Challenge. You can find it on the Star Wars Kids channel on YouTube. And basically, yeah, it's your run-of-the-mill game show for children. And it's pretty it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. It pits, so, it pits I believe, three teams against each other. What's up, Kyle? What question? So is about? it all like Star Wars related trivia or is it general trivia? Yeah, it's Star Wars related, the whole thing, but it's done in a way where you don't need to be a Star Wars fan to really get it. They kind of put you in a scenario okay. sometimes with uh, fake names or, you know, made up stories. And it, the first, I think the first segment of the show is the most interesting. And it's basically like your Jedi trials. And physical they, challenges. It's a physical challenge, and it's something that if they made an adult version of, I I would sign up for day one. I would be like, because oh, yeah. the kids version is like, it's a kids version. And I've seen some people on Twitter be like, oh, I could do that. Yeah, dude, like you're a <laughs> grown adult. So. Yeah, I hope that you could do a children's action course or something. You know, it's just like, come on. But if they did an adult version of this, I would sign up for it because it looks like a lot of fun. If I was a kid, if I was, mm-hmm. I mean, most of those kids are like eight to 13 years old. That's perfect. You know, those challenges yeah. are totally perfect. It's a cross between Legends of Hen Temple and American Ninja Warrior because there's one segment or there's one part of the course where a kid has to jump off a cliff. I mean, it's uh, air quotes cliff onto a trampoline and then they have to jump up on a high ledge. And if you're like a young kid or you're short, you're not getting up on that ledge, man. I don't even, you would have to literally be a Jedi to get up on that ledge. And you see some kids struggle with that. And um, it's, it's actually pretty interesting. I will say, I don't, I'm not going to watch it. If I come across it, I may watch it, but it's 25 minutes. I'd rather do something else as a 35 year old guy. You know, I'm just like, not like, it's just not enough for me to get into it. Um, I don't have kids of my own, so if I did, it'd probably be a totally different story. But you it is. Um, I will. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I will say um, there is a droid character on the show. There's two droids. There's an astromech and a protocol droid. The protocol droid is very sassy. Um, I I may watch it just for her commentary. It's it's a lady droid, mm-hmm. um, but the outfit is awful. The droid design, the costuming is. Very bush league. It's the not very, not bad. Astromech's good. Astromech is good. good. I don't remember their numbers though. No, I don't remember either. But I the pro- but the protocol droid on Jedi Temple Challenge is to Wikipedia. I go. Uh oh. The, the droid the the protocol droid is pretty funny though. Yes. Like, yes. Actually, pretty funny. And and my question. So after they finish the physical challenge, right? The, one of the teams is eliminated, and then they go to the second challenge, which is the story. Remember memory game right where you've got somebody who's an engineer somebody who's a a navigator or a pilot and a navigator yes yes. and then they have to like they have to answer questions pertaining to this story that the protocol droid told them yes my question is are the stories that the protocol droid that it telling them are those canon or not I have the answer. I have the I answer. I want to know that because that is, some of those stories are pretty interesting. The stories okay. are cool. I would so, I would chalk it up to sea level canon or whatever the hell happened there in the no 90s. levels of canon anymore. Yes, there are. Now there are. Now that Jedi Temple Hold challenges on, around. Maggie's Go ahead, got Maggie. the word. Yes. Okay. So the protocol <laughs> droids number is 83 and the stories are all written by Kevin Scott. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. They are good stories. I will give it that. They're yeah, pretty they're interesting. Yeah, they're just a little blurb. Yeah. Like moral of the story kind of stories. They're and children's some are stories. Funny. Yeah. 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 And and they have to remember character features are, are different 
uh, details, details from the story and answer the questions correctly first. And yeah. then the team that gets the most obviously moves on to the final challenge. But that was my question. I didn't I hadn't looked that up whether they were canon or not. That's, and this is that's neat, it. too. It says the showrunners and the cast have taken care to ensure that 83 was cons- was not considered a humble servant, but an equal partner to Kaloran Beck. Kaloran Beck. Jedi Master Kaloran Beck. Now, I like is that, that. canon? Hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, it's that. interesting. I uh, it's. It's a cute show. I'll, I'll give you that. It's worth one watch. It's worth one watch. So if you haven't watched it, go ahead, give it a shot. If you have kids, it's a no-brainer. It's a show you should be watching, you know, with your kids. It's it's totally perfect. So um, I don't. I'll, I'll probably get the Kevin Beck Black Series figure when it drops. So we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I hope be, it does. That'd be great. Like a little three pack set. That'd actually, how how kick ass would that be if it's part yeah. of that that fabled vintage collection wave that's coming out? Do you know what I'm talking about, Justin? Mm-hmm. Yep. 30, 30, rumored 30 vintage collection figures to be released by the end of the year. That is crazy for all of those folks who signed the petition yelling at Hasbro saying they weren't taking care for the vintage collection. I'm curious to see what they do. Um, Ahmed Best from that show on a on a vintage card would be something that I would like. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Let's give it up for the first CGI, fully CGI Star Wars at character actor. Let's give it up for the first black uh, Jedi master lead on a, uh, on a TV show. Like Ahmed best is killing it. And he's such a great person for the community. Um, I, he's a great follow on, on Twitter and Instagram. So hopefully we can get him on the Star Wars friends show someday. It would be fascinating to learn his story. And, uh, uh, where he came from, unless he just wants to talk about anything. I mean, Ahmed Best seems like a really cool dude. So Jedi Temple Challenge, check it out. All right, other mm-hmm. notes. Josh, did you know that Marvel was shut down due to COVID and was not distributing comic books to comic book stores? However, they've been slowly trickling back to the comic book stores. So I just visited my uh, incredible comic book shop here up in Cleveland. I've talked about them several times. Carol and John's Comics, and I'm not, this is not a paid advertisement. They're just the best comic store in Cleveland. Um, that's where I keep my file. I got my latest two Bounty Hunters comics that I've been waiting patiently months for, and I got Afra number one. So I've been very much waiting for that. That was supposed to come out in April, so that just came out for all of you uh, comic readers. I'm very excited. I've not had a chance to read them yet. They're on my kitchen counter. Going to read them after we record this show. I also picked up a hardback of the Droids and Ewoks comics from the 1980s, which are absolutely terrible. But uh, they hooked me up with a pretty good price on the book, and I've wanted it for quite a while. So I'll post a photo of that on the SW Friends Twitter, probably on the Instagram as well, as long as I get Josh the photo to post it, because I'm terrible at Instagram. All right, what else is coming out? Uh, the Black Series Snowspeeder. The full, the big boy, the big six inch scale Black Series Snowspeeder is starting to ship this week. I cannot wait. Uh, That was one of those items that I saw and I immediately pulled the trigger on because that is just such a fun uh, vehicle and I cannot wait to get that. Comes with DAC. It's so cool. Comes with a Black Series DAC, which by the way, I'm not taking out of the packaging unless it's in a standard Black Series package. Uh, If it's on the ESB card back, it's not coming out. Not coming out. The rumored Cad Bane figure is starting to pick up traction. This is a Cad Bane 6-inch. That that was supposed to be a convention exclusive, so who knows if it was San Diego Comic-Con or Star Wars Celebration, but 
I would have fought somebody over that figure at Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> oh, you and me both, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see this thing. I, I'm getting excited to see what they come up with. That you know, we we talked last week about the rumor that they're gonna focus a lot on Clone Wars. I really want that Clone Wars wave of Black Series figures to come out. Um, but Cad Bane is I mean, we we've talked about it on this show. It's a no-brainer mm-hmm. figure. No-brainer figure. It's gonna sell like crazy. So they were if you go to Big Bad Toy Store, there is a pre-order for um, Wave 37 of Black Series. And the only one that it shows is the Hoth Rebel Trooper in that new you yeah. know, stylized packaging. Where you can right, take his the, face off. It like comes off like a like a horror film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he stow it in his backpack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, crazy. But the, the, it has the new packaging, the new Black Series packaging, where mm. it's like the colored sides with their, their sketches. Okay. So you can put them together and it it forms like the, it looks the giant cool. cutout thing, right? But the other seven characters in that packaging are all image coming soon. And it doesn't list who those characters are. And I think I sent this to you guys earlier. It says secret figure one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Supposedly there is a Cad Bane in that series. That's crazy. So it sounds like if they're releasing a Cad Bane. Doing two versions? Con- yes, a con-exclusive version and then a Black Series version. So as far as, you know, Big Bad Toy Store, it's still up there right now. If you want to reserve the case, it's $169.99, and then it's like $4 Who wants to split it? shipping. But. <laughs> if I'm you not- buy a case, is that a guarantee one of everything? Yeah, two. Or how does it two. work? Yes, it's, two yes, of everything? It's as, it, yeah. it's as it comes from Hasbro. Yeah, so whatever, it's two of whatever everything. they choose to to put in there. Yep. Sometimes so. I go in on on wave cases with with some of my other friends. I've I've done it in the past, or I've I've given money for a pre order. Like I know my buddy's going to order a case. I give him twenty five bucks to hold to reserve a figure from that wave. I've I've done it before, so I'm open. Well, I'm open for that. Well, so this says okay. So this says there's eight figures in the case. One of them is Hoth Rebel Soldier. The other seven all say Secret Figure One through Seven. There's no duplicates. That's sick. And I think if you go on Yak Face's um, site, they have a black, they have a list of like all the rumored figures coming there's out. There's a lot. There's I think so it many. lists who's in there. Um, it's There's a clone trooper, I think. There's Cad Bane. Um, I think, I can't remember the others. I'll have to find it and post it. But Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think they're all different. I don't think there's any duplicates. But Did the, you say the case eight price, figures? Eight yes. figures. Yes. Okay. And the case price is $169.99. Does that but mean you, one of the figures is $30? Well, if all of them are $24.99. Oh, $24.99. Yeah, remember they yes. raised the price on Yeah, they're Black all $24.99. Series, yeah. So you're actually saving a little bit of money by doing the pre-order of the case, and it's due out December of 2020. That $5 price increase on figures literally was enough for me not to rebuy the entire Rebel set. I was like, oh, if they were 20 bucks, I would just it's get all irritating. five for 100 bucks, And then I'm like... Okay, that's not the case. It's like, <laughs> yeah, a twenty dollar yeah. figure is already expensive. I yes, think. I yeah. agree. I agree. Bumping uh, it up was was a bit much. Twenty five. Well, I think a bit vintage much. vintage went from twelve ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine. And I don't I think that, that's a that's way too big of a jump for a three and three quarter. And but uh, what, ha- yeah. what happened to the days of? Two dollars and three dollars. Oh, the good uh, old days. Somebody, hey, somebody, somebody at Hasbro needs to watch Rounders because you can you can shear a sheep many times, but you can only skin them <laughs> once, guys. <laughs> somebody Even Funko posted. Pops went up too. They went from nine ninety nine to twelve ninety nine. Most of that's the time. not worth it. I'm that's already not pretty much it. out of the Funko game, but that yep. that's a that's a deal sealer for me. Yeah, somebody I, 
I, I tell that to that Revan pop that's coming out. I hear, okay, good point, Josh. So <laughs> I was like, I, really? Okay, so nine <laughs> is way too much for me to spend on a pop anymore. We've talked about this at length on on the Star Wars friends. We're not big into pops much anymore unless something crazy comes out, like the Darth Revan, Darth Malik. I don't even. I think I spent forty dollars <laughs> on two pops. Yeah, man, I hate pops. I don't. <laughs> As he holds up his like his Yoda that took Yoda. the entire screen. <laughs> That is a huge pop, dude. That is massive. That's almost well, bigger I than mean, the plushie. I, I it have is bigger every, than the plushie. No, it is bigger than the plushie. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. It's oh, giant. Yeah. <laughs> I have every Ahsoka pop, so if they put out another one, I'm definitely going to get it. Yeah, For I'll, sure. I mean, I'm not right. going to be a hypocrite, but... Um, I want them I'm to create not, a uh, store or not stormtrooper clone trooper with the Ahsoka markings. No question. Pop. No question. That would sell like crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Call me Snips on on Instagram and probably yeah. tons of other social media. She's a, a pretty popular Ahsoka cosplayer, but she yes. has a little a shop and she custom makes those those figures out of the standard clone That's troopers, fun. I guess. Um, That's cool. But she, she also sells Leku and a, a bunch. Yeah, she sold tons of them as fast as she can make them, pretty much. Wow. But, um, She's a good follow too if you if you're into cosplay and and Ahsoka in general. She's very nice in person too. I yeah, I got yeah, to meet I, her at Celebration. Uh, yeah, she's definitely really cool. She's a great person for the Star Wars community. So I think she's the best Ahsoka cosplayer just based on her her cosplay builds are really good, and then she has like so many versions of Ahsoka. Like yeah. she has the um the one where Ahsoka and Lux met Death Watch, where she's got the like the parka with the hood on. Such a good look. I've never yeah. seen anyone do she that. Did it's good. Too. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Like that's the... right. So that's at Call Me Snips. So at that's Call right. Me Snips on uh, Twitter and I believe Instagram's the same handle. So uh, very good follow. Uh, there is a man. I wish I remember off the top of my head. You can probably find it through the Star Wars Friends at SW Friends Show on Instagram. But there is a Mandalorian cosplay group that is just unbelievable. It's a, it's an all woman. Uh, Mandalorian cosplay group that I, I was going to say the Mandalorian Mercs maybe they no. <laughs> good ones. no they're they're great they're great but there is an all all woman uh, Mandalorian cosplay group that we follow from SW Friends Show on Instagram I've reposted their stuff a bunch of times it's really really cool stuff can I backtrack us to comics for a second yeah I was trying to look for it when you were talking about it so I actually yeah so Afra's back I actually just went and picked up my comics um this last week too and so i got that afro number one um so uh afro number two is out july 22nd star wars number five is out august 5th oh no that's too long that's too long wait that story is so damn good that story is so Uh, good so it looks like they're going like full full on starting in july though so afro two in july july 22nd star uh star wars five in august 5th Darth Vader 4, August 12th. Bounty Hunters 4, oh, Darth August 19th, Vader! I forgot about the oh, Vader Gotta get some more Darth Vader comics. Yeah. They never and write about Afra him. And then Afra 3. Afra <laughs> 3 on uh, the 26th. Kyle, to be fair, I <laughs> fair point. However, this story's damn good because it oh, just no, this is oh, a bunch like, yeah. of them are so good. I'm not the being a total hater at the, all. But the cliffhanger was he found Sabe and he is like believing that she's Amidala. Like it's that insane. is some it's psychologically so crazy shit. It is such a good story. Um, and I'm, it, dude, obviously COVID is a terrible thing. 
obviously it's a terrible thing. It, it is. Where are you going is, with this, Chris? I'll, I'll tell you where I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm mad because it disrupted the, so I mean, probably the, the four of the best story arcs I've had in Star Wars comics, maybe ever. And it was just like, I'm waiting. I guess maybe it's all, maybe a good thing. Maybe well, it's legacy like legacy comics would like to have a word with you. It's, it's worth the wait. Uh, DC Comics, or get out of here. Get, hey, it's legacy. 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 Watch yourself. Okay, okay. I was going to ask, where are we going? Yeah, where are we going DC Comics? That's like... Uh, nowhere for Somewhere us. good. <laughs> well, Maggie, yes, okay. Like, we got to remember, we're Maggie's back, you know, where her background is and stuff, so... And respect, I, I said respect. legacy. I was talking about Cade Skywalker and... <laughs> oh, so. okay. Legacy. Okay. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's easy to write about Vader. He's got Anakin's got a lot going on, and it's like the actual most interesting character to dig into, probably. But uh, how dare they write about the main character of the first six movies? How dare they? We are drowning in Vader stuff, though. That's for sure. So much Vader. <laughs> Definitely stuff. figures. Definitely figures. Definitely yeah, figures. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this because prior to last week's episode, it, we had, we had taken a month off. But I we we continually talk about this Alphabet Squadron audio novel that came out, and everyone's listened to it except for probably me. I think um, I will say what I'm very excited about is the Doctor Afra audio drama that got announced. I I believe it was announced late April, so we probably did talk about it, but it came back up recently in my in my feed. Okay. I'm still wasn't any info then though. It was just that it was that it was happening. That's right. That's right. It's uh, I'm interested to see where they take it. Um, Boba Fett is rumored or not rumored. He's confirmed. Boba Fett is confirmed cast cast in this (laughs) Of in this, course he is. Oh, come on! Man. I mean, it, may, yeah, it makes sense. She—that's who she she runs with that sector of, you know. You know what? Maybe he'll do folks. something interesting for once in Maybe an fingers, adversary. Fingers no crossed. Doubt. No doubt, we'll do something interesting. Now, I don't. I don't remember who else was in that casting list. I didn't. I didn't grab it off the internet, but I did see the interesting thing was that Boba Fett <clears throat> was was in that. So. That's not the most interesting thing. What is the most interesting thing? Mark Thompson is playing Darth Vader. Oh, that's right. That's yep. right. That is pretty interesting. I thought you were going to say your mustache, but Mark Thompson as as Vader is pretty pretty, pretty There's killer. There's some mustache so. envy going on here. I know. Yeah. I think maybe either Chris can't grow a good mustache or he really wants to start. You know what's funny, <laughs> Star Wars friends? Y'all didn't know me 10 years ago. I'm more than happy to forward my incredible, illustrious mustache photos to you after today's show. Um, illustrious. Illustrious. Uh, I don't think you're going to recognize me. For anyone for anyone listening, uh, I'm sure you can find them somewhere, probably on Instagram or whatever. But uh, yeah, I used to have a crazy-ass mustache, so I can grow... Sir, to your point, I can grow uh, <laughs> a mustache. <laughs> a good one, too. But not as good as mine. Um, no, no. <laughs> so the cast, I'm not going to say any of these names, these actors, because I don't want to ruin them, but the, the billing... The, the so actors the or the names? Are, what's that? You don't want to ruin the actors or their names? Well, their names. the pronunciation. Aha, uh-huh. okay, okay. Um, so we have, obviously, Afra, uh, Boba Fett, Luke Skywalker, Triple Zero... Uh, Sanastaros, Maz Kanata, yes, the Emperor, yes, Leia Organa, and Darth Vader. So Maz, interesting. Yeah. Maz they, in an Afro got, story. 
that we we've talked about, and I don't want to go into this, but Maz was such a missed opportunity in the sequel Huge. trilogy. She Huge. was one of the most interesting new introduced things in the Force Awakens, and then boom, nothing ever again after that. They it made was her like, a creepy Wookiee fan, which I was kind of into that part. Like it was let funny. Her have her. Uh, it was it was it was amusing. Let but, her have her preference. Uh, I will tell you, uh, I know that we're probably going to bring up Last Jedi here uh, on today's episode. So for all you listening, we're going to talk a little Last Jedi. But I will say one of the things they got wrong in Last Jedi, because I am still not a full-blown Last Jedi fan. I am coming around to it. So everyone just calm down on Twitter. Calm down. Stop unfollowing the Star Wars Friends show, because I said I'm coming around Last Jedi. But listen. One thing Wait, they got wrong. That I love it. One, <laughs> one right. One thing they got wrong in Last Jedi was Maz Kanata. I mean, there is a there is a story behind it, and I cannot say with certainty that it is the truth, but it is comes from a reputable source that has never misled me. But uh, they did try to cast Billy D in the role of the person that Poe went to communicate with to find the the code breaker with the red palm bloom and Billy D didn't get enough money. It was a classic Dennis Lawson wedge Antilles case and they didn't offer him enough money. So it was a last minute shuffle and they're like, who can we put in the spot? And they threw Maz in that spot. And it, and, and for anyone that just watches it with a clear mind, it just doesn't make sense. It does totally kind of does away with her entire character arc from force awakens and puts her on a different trajectory. I mean, her castle just got destroyed. She's been there for thousands of years or whatever, and now she's settling labor disputes with a fucking jetpack. It's just the weirdest. Say, it's one of the she weirdest had to find things. New work. She had to find <laughs> I new guess work. So. Her bar I guess gone. so. Um, it was just a weird character choice, and then I think they that they kind of course corrected on Maz and Rise of Skywalker, yeah. but still not enough to where I'm walking away saying that this is a fantastic character. Uh, I think we need to do a character study on Maz. I've talked about it on the show a few times. It's on the list. I'm going to call BS on Lando or uh, Billy D not wanting to do it for money just because of all the tiny cons I've seen him do where I know he's getting peanuts to do them. Um, I know Motor City Comic Con can't afford to pay him as much as they would have paid him to be in that movie. So, Oh, you know, but... Just- but when you go to a convention, those actors are raking in tons of untaxed money sitting at an autographed selfie booth. Yeah, that's there's it's, a there's it's a, all there, about that. And and who knows, Josh? You got to well, sign the, a lot of fifty dollar autographs to make however much they're going to throw you to do a cameo in a Star Wars movie. Though could have also been a case of him not being able to get back in shape. He had a lot of time to do that for Rise of Skywalker. Right, I'm just saying it's not, it wasn't money, is what I'm saying. I think I don't think money was the problem. It's fair to speculate on. Like I said, I can't. I'm not. I wasn't in the room. Uh, but the the decision was pitched to have Billy D in that role. For whatever reason, it was turned down. It was turned down. Um, you know, I I just went to the money card because that's probably has something to do with it. I would imagine. Um, I don't know. I'm not I'm not in his shoes, so I can't even say. I'm just happy he's back. And all I'm saying, Josh, is that that Maz Kanata scene was real weird. Okay, so step off, bro. I'm just talking Maz cool. I was just here. calling BS on your source, not on you. It's good, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine too. Uh, all right, couple more notes here. Uh, I'm I'm rewatching Mandalorian, and I will tell you that it is so sweet. 
It is so sweet. That first episode, I haven't I haven't rewatched that first episode since the original uh, air date back in October of last year. Oh my goodness, it is it is so good, and I'm so not annoyed by Horatio Sands' alien character. It like it totally hmm. worked for me this time around, and the whole opening sequence, I didn't even. I, I was so hung up that Brian Posehn, the comedian, was in in this, and I was like, "Oh, that's totally Brian Posehn." But I don't; it, it didn't even register this time around. It was just so much more fun. It was a bigger world. I really got to sit back, enjoy Mandalorian for what it was, and that opening uh, that opening episode is just absolutely incredible. All the IG Eleven back and forth banter, the self destruct uh, segment at the end—it's just so good. So I cannot wait to finish the rest of the series, and obviously can't wait for Mandalorian season two. I had a Mandalorian epiphany last night. Ooh, and like so, I think that. Jin Jaren might have a claim to the Darksaber. And the oh, let's I hear it. This, let's hear it. Break it down. The reason I think this is because my assumption, now we don't know how foundlings work, but my assumption is that you take on the clan of the person that pulls you into the Mandalorians, and he was rescued by Death Watch. So that means oh. he might be part of House Vizsla. Oh, claim to the to the dark saber. Ooh, is that and why uh, Gideon knew who he was? Because he's a yeah. he's aware of who has the claim. Not only I mean, that, but there was a Paz Vizsla uh, who was cast yeah. in the show. That was John Favreau's character, Paz Vizsla, uh, who was in the Mandalorian. So they they are using that name in the show. We know that to be fact. So that's interesting. I like this. I like I'm here this. for it. Yeah, give my boy the claim to the dark saber. Kyle, you, back then, oh well, yeah. She, I think she's got first <laughs> dibs right now. But it, it's sort of like Chekhov's gun. You don't show the dark saber and not put it in the main character's hand at some point. Seriously, uh, like, well, him having a claim just makes it even cooler that he uses it. You know, if he's yeah. part of that line. Yes, I still remember the chills of seeing the dark saber in that episode, <laughs> and just like everybody losing their collective yeah. shit on Twitter. It was unexpected. For yeah. sure, uh, did not expect that to pop up in live action or a show about Mandalorian. And it uh, looks so cool. The, it does. It does. Uh, it looks very cool. The behind the scenes, the gallery of it, the prop, it yeah. looks really cool too. Even before the After Effects, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. D- well, is that Dark Saber Black Series out yet? You know what I'm talking about? They're doing the full scale Black Saber. I don't Saber. think it's no. been released. Not yet. out yet. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting no. to see how that looks. I might, if it's under 200, might, I mean, probably not, but might. You'll just have to wait until it's at Burlington. When Justin and I were waiting in line for the Ashley Eckstein signing at Celebration, we ran into somebody that had a custom Darksaber um, with a kind of black light translucent blade, but it was uh, it had a metal machined hilt. It was really, really cool. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. That's sweet. Okay, so we'll see what happens uh, with this. I like that seed that you planted, Josh. That's good. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. We, I will definitely hold on to that nugget until season two comes out. We're only we're 111 weeks 111 weeks away from celebration. We're only so what? close. I can see it. 12 it's weeks so away close. from Mandalorian. 
So close. Yeah, that seems so much closer. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> watched better. that yet. When we when we get closer to season two, I'll rewatch Mandalorian again. But I've been uh, rewatching Rebels, which I I just, I love that show. It's so great. I think Kanan is one of the best Jedi, and he's he's he probably doesn't get the credit he deserves. And I I didn't used to really be an Ezra fan, and I've really come around to him on my whatever yeah. this is fourth watch mm-hmm. of or something of Rebels. So. Um, I'm really I'm enjoying that. I still hate Ezra. Really? really? Wine, 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 wine. Shut <laughs> up, God. He does. I'm, I'm so coming much. around to him. But Ezra in season four, especially second half of season four, he's coming to his own. He definitely you know? grows up. Yeah. And he's so incredible, and you get to see so much Kanan in, in his actions, decision making. I mean, it's really incredible storytelling. Uh, it is a masterclass of storytelling and you know, listen, if, if you are listening to the star Wars friends and you haven't watched rebels, um, wow. Number one, but number two, you should probably watch rebels and it is unanimous on this show that we love this, that we love this show. And, uh, it just adds so much character development and so much flavor to your star Wars palette. As Kyle mentioned, Kanan Jarrus is just if you don't know Kanan, you're doing yourself a disservice because I do feel like Kyle. He is one of the most interesting and, and one of the best undervalued Jedi, uh, especially sure. Je- Jedi Masters. Yeah, and it's like you said, it's great character work. It's such a small story. It t- it largely takes place on one planet uh, and it and one small cell at the beginning of the rebellion, which is totally different than the clone wars which spans the entire galaxy and the entire jedi order and an entire uh hundreds of thousands of clone army and droids and all this and and rebels and, and i love clone wars which i think we established during our, re- yeah, our watch a little bit, of, a little bit. of of season seven but rebels is so great because you get to just sit with these characters and really figure out who they are and how they became the way they are and, and why they're a part of this rebellion. And, and it's just, ah, it's so interesting that that's really some of the, the best storytelling comes from character development for me. And, and rebels is so great for that. Not only characters, man, if you are, if you are interested in force lore, it, oh. it is the most expansive collection really of force expand force lore expansion of any star wars it, this is like if you if you grew up in the eu and and you dreamt of a lot of these things from these books and your mind's eye could picture pergil flying into a star destroyer and you know just all the different scenarios i think world between worlds was for me just one of the most fast obviously the mortis arc in clone wars is 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 surreal it is you know just incredibly weird um but makes perfect sense for star wars that to me this is star wars now yeah you get your pure ot fans and that and they'd like no i don't want to deal with any of this stuff it's not in the movies it's not re- it's not real star wars i'll tell you what Mortis arc and world between worlds to me that gives me goosebumps when I start thinking about where you can go with Star Wars and the Force and it is it is limitless in, in the sisters the, in what you can the sisters episodes too with Yoda mm-hmm. were yes that was I mean that in Clone Wars was one of the biggest ones too because it's him learning to commune with the dead but the way that the night what is it seven sisters are explained and the trials that he has to go through mm-hmm. are very tied to that lore right 
Oh, that's great stuff. And and it's even more I, I love that super heavy mystical um mortis and world between worlds stuff. So uh, uh Rebels uh, almost every single episode you're just getting that master and apprentice training yes. relationship between Kanan and Ezra and it's uh Luke and Yoda on Dagobah in Empire is my favorite thing mm. about Star Wars that's I can fast forward straight to that scene and just watch just that stuff and yeah. and be happy and and Get Rebels has that like I said almost every single episode and it's uh it's great you can you get so much of that training and I think people who are into the force stuff are really into that I know I am and not only that, one one last thing because we could do we could talk. Yeah, about I could talk rebels, about clearly. rebels for weeks because so. <laughs> because I just keep thinking more and more. If you're into the Empire and you like what goes on in the uh, military industrial complex of the galaxy, there Tons is of no shortage of Empire references and unique craft, and you get to really see how the Empire puts a stranglehold on planets. Things that you couldn't really see with a lot, you know, you can only devote a couple hours to a movie, but they can really expand on it here and see the inner workings of the Empire from a political standpoint. Um, Obviously, Agent Callis, his turn was really fascinating, but you get to see Governor Price, how, you know, the hierarchy sits Mm -hmm. with the Empire. And and you really get a treat in Rebels. If you are a, a Grand Moff Tarkin fan... Or a Grand Admiral Thrawn fan. Oh, you Lauren too. Um, there is there is a scene in season four where Thrawn gets called to go talk to Tarkin back on Coruscant, uh, which every time I say Coruscant out loud, it reminds me of the audiobooks from the nineties where they call it Kuruskan, Kuruskan. Uh, which is hilarious. But uh, there is a there's a fun little nugget in Rebels that I didn't pick up on until my rewatch this past year. If you read the Thrawn, uh, the new Thrawn trilogies the mm-hmm. new books from Disney, um, there is a lot of interplay between Thrawn and uh, obviously Vader, but the Emperor and Tarkin. So you get Price. a little taste of that in Price. You get a little taste of that in Rebels, and it's really interesting. So, yeah, I'm sure we're going to do a Rebels uh, recap <laughs> down the road Heck here. Yeah. So, Hi, this is Delilah S. Dawson, your Star Wars friend, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Ro from the Scare of Scuttlebutt Podcast and you're listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast. Don't forget, deploy the garrison. be an angel for a helpless baby Yoda? Every day, baby Yoda is chased by bounty hunters and abused by scout troopers, and he's crying out for help. Please click the subscribe button on your screen and join the Star Wars friends with a monthly gift right now. For only 60 calamari flan a month, you'll help rescue baby Yoda from their abusers and provide food, shelter, Jedi training, and Beskar armor. Subscribe now and follow us on Twitter in the next 30 minutes to receive this tweet with a gif of Baby Yoda, who's been given a second chance thanks to you.
Baby Yoda needs our help. So please, subscribe, rate, and review right away. Hey, Star Wars friends, it's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and the resident John Williams One Percenter. Do you want to be a John Williams One Percenter like me? Well, here's a piece of John Williams trivia to help you push up your glasses at the other 99%. Did you know that John Williams has 52 Academy Award nominations in his career to date? The only other person with more nominations is some guy named Walter Disney? Never heard of the guy. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who played Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian. Happy to be your Star Wars friend. You're listening to the Star Wars Friend Show. We threw around a red alert on Twitter, and I just said, hey, anyone have stuff you want us to talk about? Let's do it. Let's do it. So we, we, it was like an hour-long open forum on our Twitter, and we did get a couple good tweets. So I'm going to go ahead and go through some of these, and we're just going to hit them, uh, shoot from the hip style, and then I definitely want to dive into Last Jedi. So let's try to clear, concise, quick hitters here so we can get to some Last Jedi combos. So from Sports Frenzy 1. This is all at SW Friends Show. By the way, if you don't follow us on social media at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, this is Get at Sports together. Frenzy One. Um, in Return of the Jedi, did anyone like them adding Vader saying no before throwing the Emperor into the pit? I honestly felt the scene was stronger without it. Sports Frenzy One, yes. Total weird thing they did. I just mentioned on last week's episode, I, I rewatched Return of the Jedi in 4K. I noticed that too. It stinks. It's so dumb. And I know that they're trying to like be, Star Wars is poetic, but it is, you know, listen, that's not poetry to me. I think that the no in Revenge of the Sith was just so dumb as it was. They probably should have just taken that out mm, of the you're movie. Talking. <laughs> Like, let's just do that. Uh, Take rather the other than one add out a instead of putting one. the new one in. <laughs> might as well put it in every movie now. I mean, there might be a scene in every single movie, like when Vader watches the Falcon bust out of the Hoth base. <laughs> no! <laughs> Why not, dude? I mean, at this point, so that's a good one. At Sports Frenzy one, yeah, I think that it was stronger. When he's that. That's when Luke call. blows up the Death Star and he's spinning through space. <laughs> no, he's in my sights now. Uh, I think dude. we have some editing to do when we get done with this show. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you're no, totally right. Uh, Kyle and I got to attend this panel when we were in Anaheim, um, on how music impacts these movies so, so greatly. Good. And they, it was such a good panel and it was, they were showing, uh, Empire Strikes Bath back in the Hoth scene, uh, where, you know, ha- or, uh, Luke's trapped out in the snow and they were going through the hangar and stuff. Um, this is a prime example where the music in that moment and the sound in that moment told the story. That was all you needed. You didn't need to add the the no line in there to make it more dramatic than what it right. was. It was already dramatic enough. Yeah, so, it already worked. Um, it, it's amazing how much 
music and sound plays a part and tells a story in movies. And this was a prime example of where you should not have touched it. <laughs> right. Right. Was we all know David George Collins panel. Do George you just likes uh, to tinker. I, I don't, do you remember who hosted that? Kyle? I, it may I have don't been. remember. I, it was yeah, really it was interesting. So good. I, I, it was the so one, good. The one, the two main things I remember is that, uh, John Williams basically scored every single second of, all of these movies and and then they decided what to take out and what to keep um and also they showed a lot of these scenes without any music and let me tell you these movies are great but it it doesn't work without the music (laughs) i'm sure it it doesn't hey john williams one percenter uh there was no john williams update last week any any insight you want to add to this particular (laughs) conversation uh with the john williams score on these on these movies i'm deferring to you josh i mean i feel like kyle already said what needed to be said (laughs) (laughs) he's i'm trying to get in the club (laughs) i was gonna say i mean okay made a good impression on the one percenter that's that's he's like in the he's like in the ninth percentile right now He's wow. that's out. still quite good let's that's be pretty serious good. <laughs> oh, that's good all right so great tweet at sports frenzy one our friend uh at camose mills that's at camose mills just this is a great tweet it's just a picture of the cover art from the brand new alexander freed novel Shadowfall. that's all it is that's a great tweet yep. uh because <laughs> yep. like because knows we're just going to talk about Shadowfall, so perfect. Um, I mentioned earlier I have not listened to the audio drama, so I'm going to just turn it over. Uh, who wants to talk about Shadowfall? Spoilers be damned. Uh, go ahead. Go. If you, if you don't want spoilers, just skip ahead four minutes. You'll be fine. But please, just share what you got, unless someone on this show doesn't want to listen to spoilers. Well, I think Maggie's ahead of me and Josh. I finished so it. I, finished <laughs> I don't want to know book. the end, because I'm liking it. Yeah, so. no, I, I don't want to spoil the end, because it's it's uh, it's super awesome. Um, you guys want to read my review? I wrote a review of it over on Your Money Geek. There um, you go. It was fantastic, and I'm going to say that Quell is easily becoming my favorite Star Wars character in a book. Not to be confused with Quill. Yes. But Quell. <laughs> Quell. Okay. She okay. is such an awesome character, and I love her backstory and how she grapples with things. Yeah. And I really like how Freed has created a book that feels very real. Like, some of my favorite moments in the book are when, like, the pilots are relaxing after a mission, and they all go out to drink together. And it's just, like, it's mayhem. It's a bunch of, like, friends that aren't really friends by choice, but by situation and, like, mm. how that kind of connection works together. and. There's a lot of great, like, interpersonal relationships. Um, and, and basically, if everybody just talked, this novel would be so much easier. But everybody just, I'm, like... I'm getting there. I'm almost Keeps done. things close to the chest. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really good. And I, I think if people like the X-Wing series um, from the Expanded Universe, then I think they will like this series because it hits a lot of those high marks when it comes to, like, flying. And there's just a lot of really great moments, and I just recommended this um, this trilogy to someone who was wanting to get into Star Wars books because I think it's a great starting point. Awesome. Is this Quell person featured on the cover? Is she the mohawked, purplish um, alien? No, no, that's um, no. Oh gosh, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, Chasna Chaddock or Chasna Chaddock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's also badass. I still need Erica to pick was up on Alphabet the cover Squadron. I'm behind. I need yeah. to send it to you. I have a, I have a copy that Chris sent me 
hard copy. I'll send it to you this week. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It it was nice. it was probably you know what's crazy. It was probably my favorite book uh, from Disney canon. I mean, really, Master and Apprentice yeah. is a, is a good one. Uh, I'm trying Master to Master and Apprentice is probably my current favorite Disney canon book. I I like getting the Thrawn novels. Come on. I <laughs> like good. you know what no I, I like what was the uh, Thrawn novel with uh, Anakin and, and Padme which one was that was that uh, that was the second in the series Double Vision Double Vision yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked that one and people for the most part didn't like that one that I okay. that one I I thought it. I really liked it I really well, liked it I, because it bounced back and forth between present and yes. um, when he first met Anakin like yeah. him with working with Vader versus when he knew Anakin Skywalker and that was it it did have it that really cool. cool thing about how Thrawn knew that Vader was Anakin yes. but like you're not allowed yes. to talk about it and and Vader would be like no he's dead and all these weird things and Thrawn <laughs> just so kind of went with Thrawn's it like, uh, yeah. I love that he kept dicking with dicking around with him about about it like he would yeah. bring it up and it was like very oh that's just that like this guy like, i used to know <laughs> <laughs> i know what you're doing like, it's so good yes yeah, it's crazy everyone loves that, this book now yeah the the, the campfire the tales so good i okay so that's good what other okay bloodlines that's a good one i think you know everyone likes bloodlines it's not like as Dooku. like uh full of action as some of the others but that's pretty good. Still pr- good good for the story development though. Mm-hmm. Story of, of Leia. Um The New Dawn was is it New Dawn? New Dawn's um, good. Yeah, that one was really is good. Is that the one that it, takes where, place after a new hope? Uh it's it's the Canaan and Hera one. Yeah. Oh, how they no, meet. No, no, no. That yeah. one was really good. What's the one I'm thinking of with Luke where he uh Tale of the Jedi? You go to Nemodia or not Nemodia, um uh Rodea. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's hair, hair to the hair Jedi. to the Jedi. Yeah, it was like that's one of the right. very that's first ones. That's such a good. That, that is such good. a good book. That is such a that good book. Good. Okay, I, that might have been the very first Disney canon book. It was pretty early. It was, it was early. One of the first. It was early. Ones. So Shadowfall for those that are 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 in it now. Is it a recommended book? Any Star Wars fan should pick up the series and get into it. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I'm, I would yeah. I'm only seven chapters in, but I like it. I love it so far. So that's awesome. Yeah, great character. Yeah, I think when we, obviously, when we get down, we need to do a, like a full spoiler. Yes, review, and I I say that as somebody who, um, is still very bitter about losing the EU books to the canon, mm. and that this can yeah. go onto my bookshelf. I mean, it's on my Kindle, but I would put it on my bookshelf if. I had a physical copy of it because it belongs with the rest of my favorite Star Wars book. Good call. Yeah, people That's are upset nice about those it. movies not or about those books not being canon anymore. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm very bitter. Kyle's oh. canceled. I didn't Stop. think anybody cared. No, no cancel. <laughs> no, he's canceled. I just canceled him. Take him wow. off. Wow. Oh. Wow. All right. How are you Goodbye. Just kidding. Hey, listen, Kamose Mill, he knows the way awesome. to our heart, and that is through Star Wars books. So thank you for sending a tweet at Kamose Mills. Hell yeah. All right. Now we got our good friend, uh, a, a longtime OG Star Wars friend, Rural Farm Boy. Everyone boy, in the Star boy, Wars, everyone knows him uh, in the Star Wars podcast community. He is a legend, uh, and I'm so happy he, he did. Signature Cad Bane hat. Oh, totally. Yes. <laughs> now, okay. I can't, I don't want to read it 
he okay so he has a very particular way of speaking and i am not very good at it (laughs) i'm not very good at it and yeah he types the way he speaks so he is true to the core now this is what uh, a rural farm boy that's rural farm boy on twitter what's yoon's thoughts on the story told throughout star wars battlefront 2 myself i ain't got ps3 nor 4 i found the cutscenes. to me this another star wars film story film so yes this is a totally uh okay let me back this up have you all played star wars battlefront 2 story mode with Iden yes. yeah yes. i love Iden. killer yeah. yep. i love Iden too it's it's actually that was one of my favorite star wars stories and the inferno squad book that came out to supplement it was also pretty good speaking of disney canon books that was solid I will say that Iden Versio is a fascinating character, but that's not the question. The question is, is this like another Star Wars story film? Uh, he does not have PlayStation 3 or 4, so he can't play through. I will say it probably has a good, what, 45 minutes of um, of those cutscenes. Cut yeah. So that's a <laughs> solid amount. Then it has uh, the... When did this game come out? Oh, my goodness. Battlefront um, 2 is a couple of years ago. Yeah, I, I played it through. It like, Yeah. It's been at least four years. Yeah, I played it through right when it came out. I'm having a little trouble remembering, but I do so remember we, really enjoying the story mode. Do they go it, to the Battle of Jakku, maybe? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So basically, it starts off with Iden Versio and Inferno Squad, and they, um, they do, they're like special ops for the Empire, mm-hmm. and they do very, um, very intense missions. Over the course of uh, this, this game, basically, Iden gets swayed to the Rebellion. Uh, her dad is a, Iden Versio's father is a high ranking Imperial general or an admiral. He is just a high-ranking officer, and um, they don't have a great relationship. He's kind of a dick, and she turns to the Rebellion. So then once you finish your first story, you can then go back and play a second chapter, which is like Iden Versio as a um, rebel, and you can play more stories. I don't remember if that was DLC or just something that happened after you beat the first game. It was free DLC that came out later, and it takes place during... Uh, like the first order being a thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't think okay. I've played through that yet, actually. Or I don't it's think really I good. ever downloaded it. It's really good. And so I, I, w- I loved Gideon Hass because I yeah. love oh, Paul Blackthorn. Hass is tight. Shriv is tight. Uh, Shriv should have been Shriv in Rise of Skywalker. Been. Just yes. uh, another missed so opportunity. Anyway. Terrible, cr- terrible crossover misstep. Or Black Series figure. Oh, hey, maybe it's yeah. one of those uh, 30 vintage collection figs coming out. That'd or nice. in that case of eight coming out. Maybe yeah. he's fig three. Uh, and it came out in 2017. How crazy would that be to have two Duros in a in a Black Series <laughs> wave? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> That's a deep cut wave right there. Um, I, here's my opinion on video game cutscenes and 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 play gameplay i guess i i would definitely treat this as a movie all the way through it's a star wars story through and through i mean just if you if you got to read it it's a star wars story but it plays like a movie and i think the gameplay justifies that as well cuz i gideon hask i believe is on the planet with luke skywalker where the emperor had that storehouse and it was a really interesting chapter in that game there's a lot to love about Battlefront 2 story mode, and I really 
they upped it on Fallen Order. I can't wait to see what they do with the next game. Uh, but I, I believe that it, it played more like a movie. Does anyone have any thoughts on this at all? No, I really liked it. I don't even mess with Battlefront online, really, but uh, I enjoyed the campaign. Okay. Yeah, well, we've talked extensively about not playing online, especially me, because I'm terrible. Uh, All right, so thank you, Rural Farm Boy, good friend of ours. Now, this is an interesting one. I I saw this before the show, and I said, oh, okay, I like this. This is from at WR underscore 0923. I believe that is this this Twitter user's imperial designation. So WR-0923 at Twitter. What Star Wars character would you play in the movies i know my answer which one would you uh, want of course to say? You would. which the one would you be stuck playing so camosa <laughs> right, mills and i, I were, um camosa mills and i were actually just talking a couple nights ago on twitter about this um i would play jana solo oh i okay. i like cosplayed as her when i was like 10 years old and i have a bunch of really horrible pictures of me trying to look like broody like all of the book covers yeah, yeah. um <laughs> And I like to think that I look like her yeah, <laughs> as an yeah. adult as well. Um, but yeah, I would totally play Jaina. And I, that's why I'm 95% still bitter about the expansion. <laughs> well, I can <laughs> see that. And, and you never know. You never know. I make will Maggie say- Cannon. There you go. Ma- hashtag make Maggie Cannon. Yep. Now, Maggie, I'm going to turn this on you. Oh, no. What character would you play in the movies as they are? So um, only the movies that have come out up to this point. So then also for, for the rest of Jen Urso. Damn. Yep. I want to play Jen Urso. Damn it. That's such a, <laughs> she's such a good character. Uh, such a great character. <laughs> you're a guy. So you'd be Jim Urso. Jim Urso. Hashtag Jim yeah. Urso. Oh, that's going to get us killed. Uh, so no, that's, <laughs> that's good. It's a Twitter. Right, Jim Urso. That was quick. Why is it so hard for me to figure this out? Oh, I anyone- will say, I would, it's really easy to be a brunette white female in the star Wars fan. Right there. Oh, sure. Yep. Yeah, true. I, I would want to be Qui-Gon, but I would probably get stuck playing, like, Dexter Jetsters. Jesus. <laughs> I was oh wondering who God. was going to say Dex. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to be self-aware. I would like to be, like, the cool super Jedi, but I don't know if it's in the cards. Qui-Gon was cool. He was cool. Who do I want to play? <laughs> Oh my, this is not an easy, it's not easy. I mean, I want right. to say Han Solo, but I don't have the same swag as Harrison Ford. I mean, it's That's Harrison Ford, dude. Who would it be? Would it be who you want to be or who would you really be cast as? <laughs> right. Like, right. like I would love to be like Grievous, but I'd probably be like dead Imperial Trooper number three yeah, when same, Vader's like same. walking through the hallway. Trooper. Like that's who I'd get cast at. Cast yeah. As. Yeah. I would, um, man, in the movies, I would love to be Kylo Ren. So much. I would love to be Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm not an. I'm. I've. I've acted. Damn it! But I'm not an actor, right? <laughs> Been in movies. Uh, thank you. I'm famous in Europe. No, uh, sort of. But no, I'm not. I would love to be Ben Solo and Kylo Ren. I think you I can think, pull that off. Well, shit. The costume is just so cool. I would say Boba Fett, but I would get murked so quick. I know, Kyle. Damn it. I'm just saying, I love the armor. Um, I will, <laughs> but Kylo Ren's lightsaber's pretty sick too, and he throws his tantrums in Force Awakens, and I I can relate. I can relate. I would like to smash some equipment too. So that would be me, Josh. That leaves. Well, I obviously can't be a stormtrooper because I'm too short. <laughs> um, so 
I mean, I think I, I don't I have to be Newt Gunray? I mean, oh, yeah. oh god. Yes. Well, you have a mustache yes. now. You could be Wilro Hood. Oh, you could be Wilro Hood. <laughs> That's true. That would be Yeah, I would like to get cast as Wilro Hood. But I don't have the mustache. <laughs> I'd probably be one of the puppeteers that operated like Jabba's tail or something. <laughs> be like boom boom Mike guy in the pink shorts yeah, without I a shirt. I don't have any pink shorts, but I could get some. <laughs> that that was my tight. favorite picture I saw from Celebration. Somebody cosplaying as him. Oh yeah, running oh, around. Yes. Yep. yes. Yep. All right. Justin, did you say who you would be? He's new yeah, gunray. I like it. It's a great answer. Well, Josh is new gunray, but no, Justin, Josh, did you? I said I would like to be Grievous, just because Grievous. Was, for me, Grievous. he was a cool character. But like I said, I'd probably be dead Imperial Trooper <laughs> right, number right. two in the hallway. So you'd right. be the stormtrooper that hit his head on the door in the original. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. that. I love that. All right. So that was a great tweet. That's from at wr underscore zero nine two three. Now we got a few more. We're gonna roll through these pretty quick. Cause hey, uh, I don't mean to. I don't mean to bring the mood down, but you know that the boom my guy died recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a, there was a and story about that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Crazy. Crazy. Did he? Did he know what a pop culture icon he became? <laughs> right. I mean, he probably I, had no idea. I would love to see a Black Series figure of that. I know that I, I know that I say a lot of Black Series in jest, but uh, I love the weird shit. I love the weird Star Wars figures that are out there. So, all right, we got a few more. Our good friend, OG friend, Star Wars Mythos at Star Wars underscore Mythos. This is a question that goes right to my heart. I can literally have an Ewok on my microphone right now. Uh, so this question is perfect. I love Ewoks. Yubnub or special edition Ewok song? I am team Yubnub all day. And if you don't know the difference between the two, <laughs> then you might want to just go and listen to them because there's a huge difference between the two. Um, the new Ewok song is okay, but there's nothing better than classic Yubnub. Nothing better. So does anyone else, if you don't know it, I'll let it pass. But you better know it before the next time we record. But uh, any opinions I'm on this? And say Jedi rocks. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I know Yubnub. I'm glad they changed it. Yep. It's terrible. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Shots Dude. fired. Hammer dropped. Okay, okay. Are you serious? You don't like Yubnub? No, no, I like Yubnub. I just knew that was gonna <laughs> piss everybody off. <laughs> Uh, Justin, are you familiar with the differences yes. between uh, which one do you prefer? Yubnub. I'm a yeah, Yubnub. Yeah. Yubnub's so good. The dance moves just work better in Yubnub. The weird <laughs> arm flails, the cartwheel, the tapping to R2, playing the Stormtrooper helmet as drums. Oh, yeah. It's just so much better. Because so, they murdered John them Williams, and ate them. Oh, God. They, did, they are little <laughs> yeah. murder bears. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, John Williams, one percenter. This is big for you. Your reputation is on the line. Do you prefer Yubnub or Special Edition Ewok song? Of course, Yubnub. Oh, my man. My man. Sort of weirdo? Like, come on. Love it. And those couldn't see Maggie's surprise face. Um, Maggie, are you familiar with either of those two I songs? I am. Okay. Yubnub. Okay. Yubnub? Okay. Hell yeah. Easy okay. answer. Yeah, it is. It is. It's so much better. So maybe we'll play that for some outro music sometime. <laughs> All right. Yes. More, uh, thank you, Star Wars Mythos. <laughs> Can't wait to get you on a live chat soon. We will definitely have a live chat show uh, probably in the next week or two. All right, Ion Cannon, another fantastic Star Wars friend at Ion Cannon, one of the best Twitter handles out there, spelled like an eyeball, Ion Cannon. 
Here we go. If you can have a mug shaped like the head or a bust of any Star Wars alien, what would you choose? Now, Josh, you already have an Akbar mug, I believe. I think you've shown it on this show before. I have uh I have a Kylo Ren mug who's not Me I too. Guess, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, but he's not an well, he's an alien to us. But um I would like a mug shaped like a, Dur- a Duros, I guess, because they have a giant head and I can fit more of my sparkling hop tea inside of it. Um, I, <laughs> I, hey, I could have said Kiati Mundi, which would have been super weird to drink out. You don't want a Trindotion? Um, no, I don't want a Trindotion because I'm not evil and I don't like to drink blood like Trindotions. They don't have to be. They're just sentient that's beings, di- you know? They can that's for a different, be anything That's they for a different be. story. How about an Ahsoka mug? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's a little bit on the nose. It's probably obvious. I think a Cad Bane mug would be awesome, too. Cad Wait, Bane would Kyle, be tight like with a Ahsoka? removable hat. Uh, with like I could a hat as the topper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. A screw-on Cad Bane hat. You open it up, and it's a mug. That's for so, your to-go. Mm-hmm. That is tight. I like that. Okay. Who's making that? Who's listening to this show that can make that for me? <laughs> Do the screw-on Cad Bane travel mug. Do the hat. It's so tight. Justin, uh, sorry, I'm like losing it on that image right now. I would love to have that. Uh, who would you pick? Okay, so mine's a little obscure, but it, it seems appropriate because it's already there. So on Jabba's crew, there is already an alien that has like a black visor and is missing the top half of his head. Um, and I don't uh, remember he his looks name. Mug like it's he, Brock. He it's Brock. It's Brock Starship. Brock yeah. Starsher, yes. Yeah, I know so he's like, about. yeah, yes. he's already missing the top half of his head. Yes. So I kind of figure if I'm going to have a mug, like I'll just, <laughs> and he's an alien, so I'll just sip out of the yes. open head wound of this guy. Yes, Brock Starsher is who you're right. referencing. Yes. One of the most obscure, totally obscure yes. Star Wars characters. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> you're uh, welcome. Love that. I love that. Josh, who are you going with? Are we doing? I thought we were doing like species, not. Uh, oh, not specific characters. character. So I yeah. should have just well, said Duros. like okay, Togruta cool. in general. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, Josh. Didn't mean to. Uh... Um, no, it's okay. I was just trying to think. So our podcast, our I'm rules, gonna... man. I'll answer however the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to pick something like different. So let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with a a, a Nautilin, uh, like a Kit Fisto. No. Oh, okay. that would be hard to hold. I was gonna uh, say, what if they did a Twi'lek and that you made like the Leku into the into oh, the handle or something? And it's like a giant chalice, and you're just holding the the Leku, and you're just this massive beast of a, it's like a German. You do the Stein. same thing with Nautilus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're not picking like the most, uh, you know, it's like humans, and then I feel like like Twi'leks are like the second most like recognizable. You know, they're like kind of everywhere. What about a Gungan? A Gungan head. Drinking out of old Gungan head. It's I think like a I coconut. might have actually seen that before. There, I think there might they, be Jar Jar mugs out there. They have a Jar Jar oh, cup no. topper. For sure. You know what we need is we need a, a Dooku Tiki head from... Uh, yes! Uh, yes! Right. If we're Someone doing a Tiki head, really it's make Tiati Mundi. Right? Tiati Mundi. <laughs> but it's also it's, it's a weird, weird shaped head. That old I want Kiati. a blurg. Okay, so Maggie's on a blurg, drinking out of a blurg cup. That is actually probably the most, the one that makes the most sense from a physical right? manufacturer like, of a mug. 
<laughs> you could use the tail as like a handle and yep. like the body part is quite large. There's plenty of coffee, funky little head sticking yep. out. You can like two hand it mug. Very practical. We're over here talking Nautilins. And I'm and just sitting here Twi-Lix waiting for you guys and, to stop. <laughs> well, I want a collector's item. You know, I can get a big coffee mug. I have a coffee mug that's like a half gallon. It's just an absurd coffee mug. It was given to me as a gift, and I I think I've only ever put soup in it, you know, like a giant bowl of chicken noodle soup. So anyways, that's a great question. Thank you, Ion Cannon. We got three more, and then we'll spend a few minutes on Last Jedi to take us home. So this is from Tabitha. Our Josh, we know Tabitha very well. Um, this is Josh's fiance, Tabitha, and Obviously, great friend of the show, no question. At Tabitha, X. yeah, she thinks you're all right. Yeah. Oh, oh, good, good. Well, she, li- I know she likes my cat more. I mean, you can just be yeah, very, true. you can be very honest. Paco know- is her favorite uh, person that is adjacent to the podcast. For sure. Yes, yeah, for and <laughs> I'm okay with adjacent, that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So, uh, Tabitha asks, "Has anyone played Star Wars Connect? And if so, your thoughts?" I didn't know it existed until I looked it up on YouTube. It's hilarious, but it also seems it could be fun. Does anyone have any experience with Star Wars Connect? I don't think I know what that no. is. I don't know. Josh, have you, you since... So I haven't played it, but we watched some videos, and that's kind of where this is coming from. Do you guys remember what the Xbox Connect yeah. was? Yeah. So yes, they had the a game... Camera. Yeah, so they had a Star Wars game where you were like a, a force wielder, and a Jedi, and you, you know, would act out for the motion camera or whatever. But the thing that she's specifically talking about are the, is that there are Star Wars-themed dance-along levels. Yes. And they're, they're yes. literally, like, they're all parody songs, so they sound like a real song, but they have Star Wars lyrics. Yes. And they're, like, terrible, but also really good. And it's... <laughs> And like all of the, all of the, so it's like just dance, but Star Wars and all of this, all of the, the dance moves have like Star Wars names to them too. It's, it's, it's wild. So it's, if, if I'm on the YouTubes and I'm looking at something I'll, called I'll, Co- I can, connect Star Wars, I'm Han Solo dancing. Would this be the thing? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So right, I'm going to have to check that out. To, to answer the question, I've never played it, but I am familiar with these videos existing. And there is a good one of the Emperor busting a move, uh, which is f- hilarious. So that's all. That's my only experience with it. Um, I was never big into Connect. I was never big into Connect. So when that was a thing, I was on tour, living in a, a van and hotel rooms, and we did not have game systems. So um, I think they've moved from Connect to just VR in general. And uh, I did have a PSVR I've talked about in this show, and it's okay. <laughs> oh, Kyle's enjoying this. I'm watching one. This is pretty funny, actually. Uh, we got to yeah, I mean, post them out yeah. on, the, on, the, on our Twitter then. I'm, I'm watching a... Uh, it's uh, Han Solo dancing to Riding Solo, the Jason Derulo song, but it's uh, I'm Han Solo. It's incredible. <laughs> so I love it. That's awesome. I love it. So that's a good question, and now it's going to lead us in down to a rabbit hole of YouTube videos for the next Yeah, the podcast needs to be over now. I'm just going to be doing this. So, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tabitha, for that rabbit hole. 
you sent us down. Uh, so I do have one more before we get to our final question. Uh, this is from David Sinclair Smith, who is uh, exceptionally lives on the other side of the earth. So thank you, David, for sending this in. That's at DSS227. Could characters appearing in the latest Squadron game appear in future movies or series? I would just say... No. It's possible. But, okay. Well, I'd, I'd like to say yes, but you know, it's in the possible. past we've kind of been burnt on that, but it, they should. That's It would make if, sense. This is my well, opinion. So if you don't like what I'm about to say, it's, it's okay. But if J.J. Abrams is in charge of those future movies or series, then, definitely then the not. answer is no. <laughs> if, it's, if it's anyone else, there could be a strong possibility yeah. of a crossover, um, and rightfully so. Because Star Wars fans love that shit. Please do crossover uh, events, whether it's from novels or video games or comics. Um, the fact that Santa Staros is going to be in the Dr. Afra audio drama, which makes sense if you follow the comics, but like, I would love to see that character in a series. We've talked about all those terrible rumors about Mandalorian season two and the possible characters that can show up there. We love that stuff. We love when the, we just talked about on this show, the dark saber showing up in live action. So yeah, I would, you know, do I think it's possible if JJ isn't involved, anything's possible. And I hope so. I think the fans really like to see characters jump from one form of media to another. Movies to books to video games to comics to TV right. shows. It's always exciting to see them pop up somewhere else. Right. And and I don't know enough about the characters. I hope I get to love them. Hope they're very similar in uh, uniqueness as they are in Shadowfall and Alphabet Squadron because they're all different characters and they're all unique to their ships. It make, makes total sense. So, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um We'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. That game's out, I think, in October. So we got a couple months away until we get to learn about those characters. So thank you, David, for sending that in at DSS227. Hello there, Star Wars friends. It's Josh, your favorite Star Wars friend and resident John Williams One Percenter. Do you want to be a John Williams One Percenter like me? Well, here's a piece of John Williams trivia to help you show off your elite status to those around you. Not only has John won countless awards and accolades, Oscars, Grammys, etc., but the apple does not fall too far from the tree either. His son, Joseph Williams, is the lead singer of the Grammy Award-winning band, Toto. Make sure to stay on target and listen to the Star Wars Friends podcast every week for more John Williams content. This is Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Show. Do not underestimate the power of this podcast. Finally, our last one here. This is from our good friend Hassan at Fetmatic. So another great Twitter handle at Fetmatic. Hassan posted a photo with the caption, what's everybody's recent pickups? Here are my two we call. And right off the top, Hassan has a figure that I am desiring over so bad, which is that Empire Strikes Back, Luke Skywalker in the Snowspeeder outfit, which is just a fantastic looking figure. 
I need it because my snow speeder, as I talked about earlier, is getting delivered this week. So someone needs to pilot that damn thing. Not sure as shit ain't going to be Dak. Dak's not going to touch a snow speeder uh, handle. So anyway, Hassan has the ESB Black Series Luke. Looks like a Kota Bayuka Vader Samurai statue, which is super cool if you guys have not seen those yet. Looks to be a gaming great. What is that? That's a Shadow Trooper. It's a Shadow Trooper. Mm-hmm. Which is super cool. And it looks like a couple different model kits for a Sith Trooper and Ray. And correct me if I'm wrong, that looks like a that looks like a model kit for those two. I'm not really sure what those two are. But those are really great pickups. That's a really, really great pickup yeah. there. That Kota Bayuka statue is really awesome. I've never collected yeah, like those, those because the price the price point's a little high. But if you are a collector of those and you and you actually display them, they are really, really cool. But that leads us to a segment we haven't done in a really hot minute. Your lightsabers will make a fine addition to my collection. So Hassan knows the way to our heart. That's through Star Wars merch. Um, but we're getting, you know, this has been a this has been a lengthy broadcast, so I'm gonna hit mine real quick. I've picked up a lot of stuff since we've done a we've done a fine edition segment. The one thing I want to talk about that I'm super happy about is I finally got Blue Snaggletooth. This is a figure I've always wanted. I collected the vintage uh, figures prior to 2003. Had almost the whole collection. I sold all of them to buy gear for my band and. The rest is history. I've been building my Kenner vintage line back up, and I'm very close to completing every single piece of the vintage, the vintage Kenner collection line. Um, just have a few more mini rigs and one more playset to get, and I'm done with the entire line. Blue Snaggletooth is a figure that is steeped in Star Wars mythology. It's one of the best Star Wars stories ever. Uh, my one friend on Instagram, who is a Star Wars collector, Jack, who junk collector, hit me up and was like, yo, I got a dude in Florida who's got a snaggletooth. And I did my research to make sure it was legit. It's legit. It's now sitting on my shelf and in a beautiful heavy duty acrylic case. It is chef's kiss to my collection. I am so happy I have my blue snaggletooth. But I've got a bunch of other random uh, things over the last few weeks uh i got that beautiful commander bly figure uh black series figure it's a great figure uh, i got the gaming greats uh trooper from force unleashed i did pick up uh i'm looking around my room right now i am in total disarray i'm putting together my star my fabled star wars room it's starting to come together and most of my stuff is in boxes in the basement so really i'm sure i picked up a whole bunch of other cool stuff but the blue snaggletooth is a standout and those comics that i mentioned i can't wait to read those comics tonight so that's kind of where i'm at what about the rest of y'all I got my uh, Ahsoka itty bitty from season seven of Clone Wars uh, yeah. in the yeah. in the mail today. I ordered that online when we were recording the last episode. Actually, I don't have like a huge itty bitty collection, but I have the other Ahsoka and I do have Maul. Uh, and I have a couple things that I have ordered and paid for that haven't arrived yet that I'm really pumped about. But I'm gonna hold off on that until they come in. I also got the itty bitty. Uh, my friend sent it to me. So thank you, Jonah, for sending that. Uh, I have a ton of itty-bitties, Kyle. I didn't think I was going to collect them, and I love them. But you just reminded me. I do have this in front of me, and I forgot all about these. I have wanted these Ahsoka cards 
for so long. So I have the entire Journey of Ahsoka set from uh, Topps Star Wars. These are those uh, red and black Dave Filoni Ahsoka cards, and they are absolutely gorgeous, and I am just so happy that I have these now. Kyle's got them too in way better cases than I got. Uh, so I, um, I definitely got to step my case game up, but these are really, really awesome cards, and... I'm so happy I have them now because I used to just save the photos on my phone and make them like the background of my yeah. phone and stuff. These beautiful so sketches cool. by Dave Filoni. I actually have, this is my second set because oh. I ordered I ordered one set and I tossed it on my desk and my dog thought they looked no. like he wanted to take a bite out of them. So they got a, <laughs> they, like he didn't shred them, but they, all, they have one big bite mark yeah. in them. And so I oh, had to goodness. replace them. These are cool. So I have bought the child uh, 10 inch Funko Pop, which is massive. And if you guys have looked at the Twitter account, you so saw when massive. I posted it, it is huge. I actually completely forgot. Um, I think in an earlier episode, <laughs> I mentioned that I had tried to cancel all of my pre-orders when I lost yeah. my job. Yeah. Um, and I guess I forgot this one because I got this box from Target and I was like, this box is huge, but it doesn't weigh anything. <laughs> And so I was like, oh, maybe it's like a pop that I forgot. And they just, for some reason, packed like one small pop, this giant box. No, totally, totally wrong. <laughs> um, I also got a the child um, enamel pin from Super Yaki when I was buying my uh, Ryan Johnson whodunit shirt. And it's adorable. Um, I also got um, the Loki, Loki bracelet, the child bracelet. Those they are were, cool. They Those were are really, cool. really cool. Um, like Star Wars and Mandalorian collection right now, and I'm an affiliate now. So if people use my code, they get 20% off their order, and that is gotta love it, which is my last name, L-O-V-I-T-T. Use um, that code, y'all. Love. Seriously, that's, it's that's, super awesome, super easy, 20% off at everything you purchase every time you buy What's something. the website? It's the Lokai, L-O-K-A-I. They're the really, Mount Everest really cool. and Dead Sea bracelets. Mm -hmm. They're really yeah. legit. They're cool. Yeah, I, I saw what you posted, and I know that you talked about it. Whether I think it was maybe on the last show or offline. Yeah, and um, I looked into it, and I really like the design of that. It's it's they're really great, and they have um, they have a couple different like collections right now um, for causes, and um, a complete everything goes directly to the causes that they're supporting. So that's super really awesome. Cool. Gotta love it. Yeah, gotta love gotta it. Love it. Low Kai. Super easy com do it save yourself some do it cash. for the child cool. do it for the child you have your own promo code i oh. know so oh. surreal my mom was fun? like you've made it you've made it maggie it was it was really cool when uh when we got our promo code over at lantern pins the star wars friends yeah show. that was super fun and i know that a bunch of people use it because they tagged us in photos and that's that was awesome awesome so very good pickups anything else maggie um, I think that's it. I'm still waiting for the child bobblehead from Shop Disney that I got during um, Force May the Force. Um, the, the great, the great uh, May the Fourth event that they. Yeah, had. yeah, yeah. Ooh. That unfortunate day, but it's the child holding the cup, judging. So that is I cute. needed it. That is cute. That is cute. <laughs> nice. Um, I, so we celebrated Father's Day, um, actually Saturday. Um, so not actually on Father's Day. So my, my daughter and my family got me this lovely 
uh, Chewbacca can koozie. It's like fuzzy on the outside cool. and it has nice. this little munitions bandolier around it. But that's got um, a good hand they, feel to it. It, it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the beer inside of it has a good mouthfeel. There you go. Right. <laughs> um, and they got me the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge cookbook. It's a great so cookbook. I'm, I'm great excited cookbook. to dive into that and maybe try a couple of those recipes since I probably won't be going to Galaxy's Edge. Do you have your Edge eye on anything soon. to try first? Drinks. Okay. Drinks are easy. So no, okay, you know, that's, they are yeah. pretty easy. They're and pretty it, easy because some of the ingredients you need for the food you yes. can't get at normal stores, and yeah. you either have to order online or you have to go to a specialty market. I bet Disney uh, could would, sell it to you. It's all I bet a Disney scam. could sell it to you. I've never heard <laughs> some of the stuff that's in here. I had never heard of this. Like one was like a some kind of tea bag. Yes, going, it's the pea berry, the the pea yes. berry tea. You can get it at Asian supermarkets. So the tea, what it is, it's it's na- it's natural floral like bits of mm. I guess chopped up flowers or whatever. Sounds like you're but describing color, potpourri, Chris. It's a little bit like potpourri. It's a little bit like potpourri. Uh, you got to put it in a food processor, and then you get the dye, the color out of it to color some of these really extreme Galaxy's Edge recipes. Um, but I will tell you, all the food that I had at Oga's Cantina at Galaxy's Edge was absolutely out of this world. So I can't wait to try some of those. Now, I've had the cookbook now for about two months. I've not tried one because I can't find the, the pea berry. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, you can get it at Asian markets. We have an Asia town here in Cleveland. I'm just, I live. I live on the other side of the city, so I, I don't go over there often, especially in quarantine era. So, Actually, the uh, Ronto did, wraps look pretty decent. The they're easy to make. Ronto yeah, sausage. it looks pretty. Uh, <laughs> well, according to this, it's only a chorizo sausage. Oh, well, that's and, easier uh, than ground pork. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to dive into this, and I'll, I'll probably get to a couple of these, plan out some meals for dinner. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they got me those. And then uh, I actually pre-ordered um, the Commander Wolf pin and the Ahsoka pin from Team Tano Alive. It's good uh, stuff. That they had up there. Um, and then they have the the new ones, the ETA 2 and the Delta 7 Starfighters yeah, coming out next weekend. So I will be ordering those. And it's not really Star Wars related, but I've been waiting on it for a really, really long time. Um, I just got an email notification from Sideshow. Dread it. Run from it. Destiny still arrives. (laughs) Thanos is coming. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Finally. I'm so happy to get this figure. Yeah. I've been meaning to do an Infinity War rewatch. Uh, If you listen to our show, you know I don't have a lot of free time. And that would take up six maybe seven hours of time, which I just don't have right now, but I really desperately want to watch uh, infinity war again. Oh. It just, they've been so backed up. It gives me hope that like the Cody that I pre-ordered that should be coming out. I think he was due maybe last October. I have to look at it again, but he got pushed back. My captain America got pushed back. Um, there was quite a few figures that got bumped. So wow. the fact that Thanos is coming, it's good things. Super cool. Yeah. Love it. Hell yeah. And Josh, what about you, man? Where, what'd My, you pick up for Fine Editions? Well, if we're listing everything that we've gotten since the last time we did one of these <laughs> segments, I'm going to need another hour, I think. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> no, so um, just some highlights. I, I got My Child in the mail. Uh, My Child, huge Funko in the mail, I think yesterday. So he's sitting here with me. I got jealous of Justin and went to GameStop and, and ordered those uh to gaming grades stormtrooper black series great and uh i got a couple of 
Empire Strikes Back uh, anniversary tees that they were selling at Hot Topic. Oh, what? Which are pretty cool. Yeah. Are, okay, so I did get the one of the poster design. Um, yeah. Do they have any other different designs or just like different versions of that poster? I have like a Boba Fett uh, Slave 1 one that I got as well. Nice. Um, so, and I got a lot, I got a lot of other stuff too. I got a really cool uh, Bo-Katan uh, shirt from uh, T Public mm. that I sent you guys a while back. I'll, uh, it's it's super sweet, but yeah. And then you know, five thousand pins from I'm sure you got the pins for days. I I ordered like you know just like they always do. I ordered like one Ahsoka like sticker from uh, Rebel Art Empire, and they sent me like. 50 a whole box of things like. yeah they're good yeah, like and that they are they are super awesome josh i can't wait to feel a little bit more comfortable to uh to go to a tattoo studio because as i mentioned we're gonna go up to michigan get tattooed by the rebel art crew i believe man mandy is the yeah. yep mm-hmm. yep she is the tattoo artist of the two and i have an entire design that they're just gonna go crazy for so i i probably um I'm still not feeling ready to go yet. I'm not ready to go to a tattoo studio uh, in COVID era. I've been itching and to get tattooed for a while, though. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think if we figure out a day to go up there, Josh, or anyone that wants to come with us. I know, Kyle, you're, you're geographically uh, know, a lot a further me, away. But I do like yeah. to get tattooed, so I'll, I might yeah. make a trip. If we arrange something where we know that their facility is fully, you know, it's closed, I guess, while we're there. I don't know. I know that sounds like a little bougie, but I am I, <laughs> very I am, bougie. Well, hey, Chris I wants make a no... private uh, studio, please. <laughs> Guys, I am a diva. I've made no. Uh, Let me send some emails for our diva and. Yeah, oh yeah, I am. Uh, I listen, but you know, I. Yes, I, I would like. Uh, I would like to talk with Mandy if if everyone is into going. Or you know we get a little contingent of folks to go. I would I would like to get tattooed sometime this summer. I think that that would be cool. I'd like to go see uh, them and and hang out with them and spend some time. So at Rebel Art Empire, if you if you're unfamiliar with who we're talking about, they're just really great makers and really great you know supporters of the Star Wars community. Super positive, great people. Mm-hmm. You know, so the place where I got my uh, Hank with the Rebel pilot helmet on is a is a place that is like appointment only, like no walk-ins and mm. you have to like book online with the people. I, I do know that I think I'm pretty sure tattoo places right now that are open, like in places where they are open, you're not allowed to like bring people. So like you can go get your tattoo done, but you can't bring people and you can't like, so I think it, it might be a while before we can do it as like a group trip mm. just because I think that they're trying to limit Mm-hmm. You know, sure. Well, I mean, true. when you throw an open wound into the equation, I'm sure sanitation sure. is is a is a factor. Yeah, and I'm not planning a small piece either. Uh, so I don't get small tattoos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have much room left on uh, on my body, so I, I gotta I gotta choose right. Uh, so I do have something very very interesting for them to work on. So. All right, this is a great this is a great exploration of our fine editions, and I know that uh, I, Josh, I would love to see your whole pins. Go ahead and throw those up at SW Friend Show Instagram. I would love to see what you got uh, over the last few months or weeks or whatever it's been. I don't know what's whatever whatever's been happening with time. Uh, let's wrap up the show. End it on the Last Jedi. 
Now, obviously, I'm throwing a huge topic out there with only five minutes left I to know, go. I know, this is garbage. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> this but seems we... intentional, Christopher. No, no. It does. We... It's like he's trolling you guys. No, trust <laughs> me, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm No, what <laughs> I am and I are is on I'm, you. <laughs> I am setting this up for the next time we get together, whether it's live chat or whether it's our next weekly show. Here's the thing. I mentioned to you all that I am coming around around to The Last Jedi. This happens sometimes when you sit and think about a movie or someone gives you a different point of view, uh, and it starts, it clicks. It really just depends on time and place and you having an open mind. But um, with The Last Jedi, I am coming around to it. I, there are, a, there, and I want to be clear, there are many, many issues, in my opinion, with this film. But the overarching story narrative, I'm starting to get a better perspective for. Just like how in our unreleased, soon to be released, maybe never released, Rise of Skywalker recap, our friend O.T. Nix from from the UK sent in a different perspective of the Rise of Skywalker. And I said, okay, now that's interesting. It's a story of Ben Solo, yada, yada, yada. And I can't wait to release that. It was a really good perspective. We got some great stuff from the the Rise of Skywalker fans on that episode. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened to me for The Last Jedi. A fan, uh, several people really have been shaping my um, perspective on the story arc of Luke Skywalker. That's basically what I'm coming around to. I'm not coming around to Canto Bite. I'm not coming around to Maz Kanata on a jetpack. Not coming around to DJ or BB-8's role as a comic foil in the movie. There's a lot of there's a lot of weird I'll things. I'll work that on you when time. it comes to DJ. Okay, He's a great character. Okay. Well, these are the seeds I want to plant for the next time we get together. But I want to turn it over to Kyle, who who who. Watched The Last Jedi recently, mm-hmm. and, you know, take me into, I, obviously, this is this is a film that you love. It is not Empire Strikes Back, but this is a film that you can put on and just thoroughly enjoy it whenever you put on. So, have your, I guess the only question I want to ask, and you can take it from wherever, from wherever, I'm just fascinated by this. Has your thoughts on The Last Jedi shifted at all since you saw the film in theaters, or subsequently has it shifted at all since Rise of Skywalker has come out? Um, I think it has shifted a little bit. I like, I saw this movie three times in the theaters, uh, and I did, I enjoyed it when it came out, and I think the more I've watched it and the more I've listened to uh ryan johnson's commentary on it uh i I fall more in love with it and i i think i like it even more than i did when it first came out and i I liked it then so um yes a little but uh, i think i it, it only gets better with me the more i watch it and the more i get the some of the subtle details i think it was made to me it was made with deliberate intention to every single detail. And I really, really, yeah. really appreciate that. If, if you don't like some of the choices, if they're not the choices you would have made, I can understand that. But I think there it was done with more care than anything else in the sequel trilogy by a long shot. And with, with a more mm. distinct objective, he was trying to say something and I think he did. And I, I, uh, I truly do not understand 
the which is probably the biggest complaint I hear about this movie, but I do not understand the complaint that it ruined Luke Skywalker because I think it was the epitome of Luke Skywalker. And I think it was Mm -hmm. the exact natural progression for his character. And he ended his life and his character arc using all of these years of knowledge that we saw him acquire to do the most Jedi move he could possibly do, which is very, very similar to what he did at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. I love this movie. I agree with you wholeheartedly, Kyle. I think um, it's amazing. And it's so, so visually stunning in so many it's places. It's a gorgeous really. yeah, film. No, it's you're insanely right. it, gorgeous. Yeah. And the yeah. music is amazing. The music is great. The soundtrack, now, well, of course we have to defer now that we brought up music. <laughs> as far as sequel trilogy soundtracks go, Josh, which is the superior John Williams score? I got him flustered. Um, I got him shook, folks. It's like picking your favorite child, Chris. How can you ask a man to do <laughs> such a thing? That's a, I I know I'm the favorite child. So, um, <laughs> um, I I don't know. Like I I I have a hard time. Um, the new ones, the sequel trilogy soundtracks are harder for me to like quantify like that because mm. I spent I had so much more time to listen to the other, the older ones over and over and over again. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I literally used to go on like long car trips with my family with my nose in a book and my, and my like star Wars soundtrack in my headphones, like listening to the, you know, soundtrack while I'm reading the the book. Like, so, um, I, I feel like like Ray's theme is still like a standout track. So if you're going to pick like one, like iconic theme, um, so I, I, would, I, I, based on that at this moment, I would give it to, um, the force awakens, but I, wow. but I don't, that's not a fully fleshed opinion. Okay. I know. I don't, I don't Listen, think I've done enough. You know. I know putting you on the spot, you got a lot at stake with your reputation in the John Williams community. So I know that's not easy for you to, uh, to come out with that. I would, I'm, my money is on the last Jedi soundtrack. I do like it. I like Snoke's theme. Um, they're all great. The like, throne room is great. Oh, great. Yeah. I do like, <laughs> I do like the rise of Skywalker theme. Uh, there's, there's like a, there's like a 30 second melody in that theme. That is just gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. So anyways, we're not here to talk about that. Last well, Jedi. And the other, so the other thing too, is the way that Star Wars scores work. Like, all of the, a lot of the new stuff is laid down in the first, like you get Kylo's theme is, is laid down in the first one and Ray's theme is laid down yeah, in the first yeah, one. Right. So, so then you hear echoes of those things, like Kylo does something in, in Last Jedi and then you hear a little bit of his theme. So mm-hmm. like in that way, I feel like Force Awakens gets more credit too, because that's where all of those like major things for characters built on things that. started. True. Yeah, it was built there. So that's fair. No, that's that's a good point. Um, but they're, no, they're all incredible. They're all pretty damn good. They're all pretty. Yeah, let's be clear. They're all pretty good. Okay, so let's end it on this, Kyle. When you recently watched it, uh, you said you saw it in the theater three times. I'm sure you mm-hmm. watch it at home. Um, you know, many more times than that. Mm-hmm. Was there anything new that you picked up on on your latest viewing that you never picked up on before? Did something else or a different thought cross your mind uh, on this? Because mm-hmm. when we watch Star Wars films. It doesn't matter if you've seen it one or a hundred times. You're always 
something is going to be slightly different or you're going to see something new or oh, I never noticed that before. What was that moment for you this last time around? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to like sort of answer your question, but I watched uh, this last time I rewatched it. I also watched all the bonus features, which are available on Disney plus too, which is a cool feature. You don't get that awesome. on all the streaming awesome. services, but there's a deleted scene um, where Luke tells Ray that the caretaker's village is under attack by pirates. Yes. Um, yes. You know, and he's trying the to teach lesson. her a lesson about patience and all. And, and it's such a great Jedi lesson, but it's, and then it's got old Luke basically just kind of trolling her like Yoda does <laughs> on Dagobah when he's kind of old and crazy and being silly. Um, <laughs> and it's got a great gag at the end too. It's a it's a shame it got cut, but that's a if you're into force lore and and what it means to be a Jedi, which is basically to be a Buddhist. Uh, but it's right. it's a really great scene, and I think that's the thing that I I never really I think I've watched it once before, but I never really thought about it in context of the movie and that third lesson, and um, that was the new thing to me. Uh, I did have one of my friends in my personal life text me yesterday though and he was asking me why uh luke was using his blue saber on crate as opposed to the green one and i wonder if you guys have an opinion on that i do i I do that's something i'd like to bring up when we do the the full dive because I do have a thought on that, and I, it is. I wish it would have been the green saber, but I have oh, a thought on why. I love that it's the blue, so we can we can I, have yeah, a discussion I, about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dueling no, conversation. I can see both ways, though. I, I this is one of those things that I I don't feel strongly enough on one side. I can see both ways on it. So, um, very good. I like that we that we can start talking Last Jedi. We can start talking a little bit more about Gives the other me a reason films to watch it again. Trilogy. I'll have to take some notes this time. Well, well, so that's the thing. Justin, when's the last time you watched Last Jedi all the way through? Just rough. Um, maybe a couple months ago. A couple months I, ago, Josh? I watched, I watched Rise of Skywalker like the oh. other day. Again. So you, okay. The other yeah, day? So were, were you... Yeah. Did you do something wrong? <laughs> were you in trouble? No. No. Oh. I, like, Why would like you I said, there's, punish yourself? There's parts I like. There's parts yeah. I don't like. Same with Last Jedi. There's parts Same. I like. There's parts I yep. don't like. So yeah. you know, I just, like I said, I could just go back whatever I'm feeling at the time. That's kind of what I pop in and watch. And we we just did Rise of Skywalker recap. Yeah. So I went back and yeah. I watched it again after we did the recap. And, and I I will say I hate on that movie a lot, but our our guests and our write in people did make some points that I thought were really illuminating and were um you know, shed that movie in a much better light than, than I had seen it in. Agreed. Totally agree. Maybe we'll release that show someday that we, or maybe it's fake. And all the, every time we talk about it, we're like, it's it's a gag that we're all at at our listeners. I invited two people to record with us and it's never going to be seen. I will say that it's not intentional. It's not, but it does exist. I promise it's not. Does it? <laughs> Long running bit here. And we do have to get it out before people stop listening to us, though. They're going to be like, what the? F-? Yeah, I get it out. Josh, when's the last time you watched Last Jedi all the way through, start to finish? In the theater? Whoa. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> uh, probably like 
you know, early December. Okay. Like in the lead up. Okay. Good. Maggie? Early December. Okay. The only Star Wars movie I've watched since seeing The Rise of Skywalker, the second unfortunate time in theaters, um, has been Rogue One. I've watched that once uh, a month. I mean, okay. that's my go-to. Same. I watched Rogue One recently, uh, probably about a month ago. It's worth every second. Every Great time. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll answer that question. Uh, I have not seen The Last Jedi from start to finish in well over a year. I couldn't even tell you the last time. Because I have watched it three times. I've watched it three times up until they get to Canto Bite. And then I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. Because, okay, we'll save it for next time. Well, Chris just loves to oppress the working class and to support the military industrial complex. What can you say? (laughs) I cannot deal with Joseph Gordon-Levitt's dumbass foghorn leghorn character. No. Which is worse. One Which accent is worse, you don't him or <laughs> our unfortunate pop-up friend? That's always oh Beaumont. Beaumont's so much better than Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character. Wow! At least, okay. Wow! Oh, I say, I say, he uh, he went up there in the casino. Like I want to say this. I in Last Jedi, I really liked Admiral Vice Admiral Haldo. I actually did really like her character a lot, and I loved her story. After Rise of Skywalker, all I hear is we should do some pull some holding maneuvers, oh some real damage. Freaking ruins it for me because that's all <laughs> I see, but that's all I hear when I see her now. And when I'm that like, line happened in theaters. You, 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 I was just like, like why? Why yeah, was that a dumb line? That was such. Well, I a dumb thought line. I like her scenes with with Carrie and well, Laura Dern's in, in that movie were so great, and you could just yeah. feel like this love between the two of them as people. And I'm like. That I loved her character, and I loved the way that she like brushed off Poe, and she's like, "You look here, little punk." Like yeah, I totally dug yeah. that. But oh, every yeah, time awesome. I see her now, I hear that stupid line, and it bugs I hated me. Hated that line. So I dumb. feel like it was intentional, but that's my my. Can he get edited out? You know, that's the thing. He's so useless. You could edit him out of the movie, and it <laughs> just wouldn't change mute. anything. <laughs> just hit mute at that part. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I didn't dislike her, but I feel like anytime they in, they show us like a new character and it's a, just a human, I'm a little disappointed. Like, um, especially like when it's not like a main main character, right? Um, and and then also I was like the pink hair made me feel like like the original uh, Star Trek where like people were aliens, but they were like just barely like they did like, <laughs> right. like, they like little, little they like little them. antenna coming out of their hair and stuff. So, yeah. so was vice, Ad- this is probably on Wikipedia or something, but is vice Admiral Holdo like a non-human or does she just no, like human. have a, She's no, the, hair dye. Yeah, she dyed her hair in one of the in a comic. Yeah, oh, really? and I forget what planet. Okay. Uh, she's from Trend Chandrilla, I believe, or uh, I'm probably getting called out for that. But I know that she's from a New Republic world. So and her and um, Leia were BFF. Yeah, Burn. yeah, yeah. So hey, listen, this is going to be a good conversation. Uh, let's just hope the Last Jedi show doesn't come out before the Rise of Skywalker show. Well, it but would if make it does, sense and if it's it did. linear. Yeah. In that, yeah, and then we'll go back and do the Force Awakens show and all that. But anyways, hey, it's been a long one. It's been a long She's one. She's from so Gatalinta. Yeah, the old the old Gatalinta, center yeah. of the galaxy. And with that, we're gonna blow Gatalinta and get out of here. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. I had a really good feeling about this. Goodbye.
I think the only thing we didn't cover on this episode was maybe Star Wars Legion and Stance Socks. Um, I think we really covered everything under the sun, including uh, obscure reference to Star Wars Connect dance games uh, that we're going to watch YouTube videos hey, up after I'd this. I'd say watch one, guys. It's worth yeah. checking it out. Talking about weird Star Wars coffee mugs. Someone make that Cad Bane screw top with the hat mug. I'm into it. There's so much that happened on this episode. It is wild. Uh, so, But, hey, it's a shoot from the hip, sort of. We had some notes. And I just want to thank everyone that sent in a question or just comment or question to at Show. I love reading what you put through our, our feed. So thank you. And everyone that had fun over this past weekend that shared a good gif. GIF with us, uh, or GIF or whatever, whatever you say. Um, that was a lot of fun going through everybody's weekend feelings. So thank you for everyone contributing on that at SW Friends Show. And if you're already not connected with us, that's weird. Leave us a review. I would love to hear what you think of our shows, uh, especially if you've listened to any of our Clone Wars recaps all the way through. That would be really cool. Just leave us a review on whatever app you're listening on. Be really cool to get some feedback from you. It's been a minute, I believe. I haven't really checked the reviews, actually, so I don't even know if we got any recently. But it's really easy to do, and it would mean the world to us. We'd really appreciate that. I don't really have anyone to shout out this week. Actually, no, I do. I want to shout out Maria. Uh, Maria is a a great Star Wars friend. She's been on our live chats um, quite a bit, and I want to pull up her handle. It's Blurred. Girl Jedi at Blurred Girl Jedi and Maria is trying to start a podcast to uh, basically give a voice to people of color in the Star Wars community so um, really into that and we wish Maria luck obviously a friend here if if, uh, you know Maria's got anything she wants to say she's more than welcome to come on the Star Wars Friends show but that's who I want to shout out good luck on doing the podcast Uh, it's not easy but you know there's a lot of great people out there to help support help give you tips and uh, feel free to reach out to us. Anyone else want to shout anybody out this week? Crickets. No, I don't think Crickets. so. I'm still waiting Spider-Man. on somebody to send me some sweet merch to talk about. Me too. <laughs> send me merch. There you go. There uh, you you go. know what? Well, I'll hey. shout out McKenna Call Me Snips. She, uh, we talked about her earlier, so if you don't follow no, her, you if, you're, if you like Ahsoka or if you like cosplay or whatever, give her a follow. She's pretty cool. Yeah. Her universe 10-year anniversary. Mm. They had a flash sale over the weekend, but none of the Star Wars off. stuff was on sale. Thirty percent off. I was going to get that done by the time this comes out, right? Probably will be done. Uh, I wanted that Order 66 spirit jersey, but sadly was not part of the flash sale. So, whatever. Uh, maybe next time. Well, I'm going to shout out my Twitter handle at no one is Chris. You can find me on Twitter, and you can at me about anything that you liked or didn't like on this week's episode. Where can they find all y'all? This is Josh, and uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tomorrow. I'm Justin. You can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Uh, this is Kyle. If you want to tell me why The Last Jedi ruined Luke, it's at KB <laughs> underscore legend on Instagram and Twitter. Well, that's a that's a deadly it's invite fine. there. <laughs> Bring it on. And this is Maggie. You can follow me at Maggie of the Town. And I am agreeing with Alan Tudyk that the best thing about the prequels is that it led to Rogue One. Ooh, look at that. Okay, that's a hot take. Fight me. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) That's good. Always give your Twitter handle when you have a hot take. That's always like the best. 
That's the best thing to do. So let's end this like we normally do. Everybody, may the force be with you. Always. 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 Hey, friends. Don't forget to subscribe to the Star Wars Friends podcast and leave an awesome review on whichever podcast app you're listening on. Catch up on past episodes, fun interviews, and more at StarWarsFriends.com. Connect with the Star Wars Friends on social media at SW Friends Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Email the show at show at StarWarsFriends.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, may the Force be with you. 